Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University. I'm a confidence coach that empowers women to love themselves by breaking down body image issues so they can lose the emotional weight and gain the confidence to look and feel irresistible at any size. Welcome to today's episode. I want you to ask yourself, what am I really craving? That's right, what am I really craving? We are gonna dive right in to this uh, juicy topic. Um, And you may not be able to answer that question and chances are you probably can't answer that question right now. If you have never taken the time to ask yourself what you're really craving, how could you possibly know what's missing? And I promise you one thing, it's not food. It's not the cupcake, it's not the chocolate, it's not the cookies, it's not the takeout. All of the emotional binge eating is happening because something is missing in your life. You're trying to fill some kind of a void, some kind of a a black hole. And all the binges in the world will never fill the thing that you're trying to fill it with. The food will never be the answer. And when you have cravings and you're not hungry, there's something in your life that is missing that you're not allowing yourself to have. And so that manifests itself into you're a binge eater, you're an emotional eater, um, because you're trying to cover those feelings. You're trying to push those feelings down so that you don't have to deal with it. And as you're doing this, you're not doing it in most cases because you realize it. You haven't even, it's kind of just happening And you haven't had the time to stop and question all the things. So you're just like this zombie walking through life thinking that this is just the way you are. I'm just a fat girl who binge eats, emotional eats, and I hate my body because of it. I hate my body because of what the food has done to me. And, you know, I always serve up a little tough love on my podcast. And one of the biggest traits that I see, and I was this person, so everything I tell you guys, I don't just make it up. I've lived it. One of the biggest things that I see in girls, women that um, are overweight and binge eat and hate their bodies is denial. There is so much denial. Even though they know they've got to break this cycle, even though they know what they're doing isn't healthy, They're in denial. It's always not the right time. I don't have money. It's not the right time. There's nothing wrong with me. Um, Or I know what's wrong, but I'll work on it. There's so much denial. And that's part of the issue, is not owning up to your shit. To not owning up to you actually have control over this thing. Because it's always somebody else's problem. It's always the circumstance caused me to binge. Someone else, you know, upset me. So I had to, I showed them by, you know, 
shoving three drive throughs down my throat and feeling sick all night because of it. You've got to take ownership. You've got to stop being the victim and start creating what you really want for yourself and get out of the denial. Um, you know, if you really, truly, and I would hope that you do if you're listening, if you actually really, truly want to break the yo-yo diet, body hate, shame cycle, you have to start asking yourself, what am I really craving? What am I not feeding my soul? And instead, I'm feeding my stomach all of these things that I actually really don't want and I definitely don't need. And feeding your soul is about satisfying the craving of not enough. It's about satisfying the craving of something's missing in my life. Feeding your soul is also about soothing your emotions instead of pushing them down with ice cream and icing. And, you know, you can't go from being an emotional binge eater to overnight becoming the confident, irresistible you that you want to be. It doesn't work that way. It's a process and it's a journey. And it's I say it's a journey because this journey, you guys, it doesn't stop. It just gets easier. But this journey, if you think you're going to just do the work like you've done in the past on a diet, well, obviously the diet didn't work because you didn't see it as a journey. When you start to see this whole big picture of stepping into your power, stepping into the irresistible you that you want to become, you realize this is a journey and I have to be dedicated and committed to myself for the rest of my life. And it doesn't come quickly and it doesn't come easy. And the only way you start working on it is asking yourself these questions and then digging deeper and figuring out what is actually missing in my life. What is it that I'm avoiding? What is it that I don't want to feel? And if you've been walking through life like this zombie woman, just, you know, going to the job, going to the grocery store, coming home, picking up the kids, giving them a bath, you know, just doing all the like, the mundane things that we all have to do as, as people, and you never stop and question anything. You're not, you're not woke yet. You know what I'm saying? Like you need to wake up. Because once you wake up and you actually admit that you have a problem, then you have, that's beautiful because then you have a choice. I either stay under my wet blanket, miserable, and keep doing what I'm doing, knowing that it's not going to work and I'm going to be in the exact same place that I'm at now in five years if I don't stop. Or you decide, you know what, I have more power and control than I give myself permission to have. Because you, it's like I always say, like Dorothy, like you've had the power all along. You, and when you think about that, it is so empowering to know you have complete control over how you want the rest of your life to go. And if you're blaming your circumstances, you're never going to, like you, you have to get out of the victim mentality. The victim mindset. Because that is keeping you stuck. Because when you're in the victim mindset, it's everyone else's fault. You never take ownership. And as long as you can keep blaming someone else and you don't have to own up to your piece of it, you're not responsible. At least you think.
And as long as you're not responsible, nothing works for me. Nothing works. So we have to talk about what you're really craving. And that's a hard question to answer because if you have always been the fat girl and being the fat girl, the fat friend, the whatever, has become your identity, if you are constantly spending your free time on the weekends and after work and your downtime sitting on the couch, binge watching your series and stuffing your face with cupcakes, how do you even know or have a clue what else is out there waiting for you? How do you even know if you've never tried, if you've never put yourself out there to experience new things? So to share a story with you, um, those of you that have followed me a while, you know this. I kayak. It's my passion. It's my, like, I, it's my happy place, okay? When I go out into the water, I literally can feel my anxiety just kind of float down the paddles out into the waves. And... I always said, I'm not a nature girl. I don't wear, I'm not crunchy. I don't kayak. I don't go hiking. I don't wear cargo shorts. I don't do that stuff. That's not me. And so I just shut it down. And I was shutting it down at the time because I thought, I'm not doing any of that. I'm too fat. So it's easier to blame I'm not that person just because you don't think you're good enough or small enough to do those things. Do you see where I'm going? I was the fat kid in school. Remember the presidential fitness test or whatever it was called? And you had to run a mile. I purposely wouldn't do it because I knew I couldn't run. Or I would run and I would still fail. I always got held back and had to do it. So I convinced myself I'm not a runner. It's hard. It hurts. I don't like it. And then, guess what? I've run two 5Ks. I've run two 5Ks because one of my girlfriends and I were like, let's do this. Like, and we did it, you know? And so if I stayed on the couch being the fat girl, having the fat girl mindset with Netflix, I wouldn't know what else is out there until I try it and stop with the excuses. And I want you to stop the excuses of, well, I can't try anything new and try to feed my soul if, you know, I, those things aren't for me. They're not for you because you've decided in your head they're not for you. And that's a lie that you're telling yourself. So, and I also get it that when you are sitting in the misery, the complete, utter, wet blanket, darkness, misery of being fat and miserable, you can't even like comprehend going outdoors for a walk, running a 5K, kayaking on the water, walking the dog, or anything that's active and outdoors. Why? Because right now, it is completely outside of your comfort zone. But, 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 there's good news, there's good news, there's good news. All of this can change. Because this is just what you're thinking. It's not the truth. And the truth is that you can do all of those things. And why I'm telling you all of this is because getting out of your comfort zone and doing more things that are active and outdoors and using your body and being, you know, just 
the more you do those things when you don't want to do them, the more you build that momentum like we talked about in the last episode with confidence. And you're like, hey, guess what? I went for a, you know, a half a mile walk today and I didn't die. <laughs> and I'm going to do it again tomorrow. And next thing you know, it's a mile. It's two miles. And you're like, you know what? I think I'm going to do a 5K. It's building the momentum. And the way that you build more momentum to build your confidence, like we talked about last week, is getting out of that comfort zone and doing things for your soul. And right now, you don't even know what those things are because you haven't allowed yourself to ever think about it. So you have to start small. You know, with the 5K example, like it's not that you just aren't a runner. It's that you've never given it a chance. You just shut it down. You just said, not for me. I'm too fat. And you shut it down. Because it's easier to say, I hate it. I don't do that. Than to tell someone the truth. I think I'm too fat. No one has those conversations, right? But that's what you're thinking. I don't go kayaking. There's a weight limit. And I think I'm too big. That was my excuse. And come to find out, it was cool. Like, it's my thing. It's my thing now. And the more I started kayaking, guess what? I started losing weight. I started toning my arms. I got a killer tan. I fed my soul and got rid of my anxiety and my depression. And at the same time, I get to spend quality time with my husband and Chewy, our chihuahua, and soon our daughter, she'll be going out with us more. You see what I'm saying? So when you're sitting in that wet blanket, and it, and I get it, my heart goes out to you because I've been you. Just know that it's all in your mind right now. You've got to change your mindset. Um, and, and so to start feeding your soul, number one, I want you to just think about what am I really craving? Not the food. But what am I craving in my life? What is missing from my life? What is it that I love to do? Write that down. What do I love? What do I love to do? And what did he, what, when, you know what? For some of you, you're going to be discovering this stuff for the first time. And for some of you, maybe you're rediscovering what you love to do as a kid or a young person or whatever. So ask yourself, what am I really craving? What's missing from my life that I want more of? And it, and it can be anything. It can be writing, sewing, painting, um, spending more time with friends. It could be so many different things. What's missing from my life? With no judgments. No judgments. Um, number two is, what do I enjoy doing? You know, we get so caught up in the schedule, the work, the kids, the obligations. But ask yourself, stop worrying about do I have time and when can I do it? Because that's what you do. It's like, well, I don't have time for stuff. I just don't have time. I'm busy. I got to take care of my parents and my kids and my pets and I work. I hear this stuff all the time and they're excuses. Stop judging yourself and just answer the question. What do I enjoy doing? What is it that you love to do? And don't worry about the how and the, the blah, blah, blah. 
So what do you enjoy doing? What is something, so the third question, what are some things that I have never done and I would love to do? You know, maybe it's boating, kayaking, going skating, going on a vacation, wearing a bathing suit, um, getting a book published. You know, there's a number of different things. Feeding your soul isn't just about getting outdoors and doing active things. It's the things that bring you joy and fill up your cup because you're always giving to everyone else, right? So, you know, what are the things that I want to try? And again, stop judging. I'm too fat. I don't have the money. Stop judging. Write it down. And, you know, so think about those three questions. Because you may not know off the top of your head right now, but if you get still with yourself, get out of zombie mode, get out a piece of paper, and write those things down. And, you know, the more you, so you look at that list, and then you got to start taking action. Okay, how could I start doing more of this? Slowly but surely. How do I build, again, how do I build that momentum? Right? Um, you know, and just put yourself out there. If you want to create the irresistible you version of yourself, if you want to get out of your old way of thinking, you've got to try new things. You know, so start small. Start going for walks. Or, you know, just here's a bonus tip. Uh, Meetup.com. There are meetups for literally everything you can think of. <laughs> and you find like-minded people, right? So maybe it's getting out, meeting more people, getting into a, a cooking class, or, um, you know, what are those, the, um, oh my goodness, the nights where you go have drinks and paint, things like that, right? Um, also, if you go on Facebook and go to the events tab, you can sort by dates, you can sort by your, your city, by different locations, and you will find like a treasure trove of events that are happening around your area. You know, and I'll give you a bonus, bonus tip. So for those of you pet people, which I am a big animal lover, my dog, Chewy, he's a Chihuahua. He is my, my, um, my, first, my first baby, my four-legged baby. And we do everything with him. We take him kayaking, we go to festivals, we go on hikes, we go on vacation. We love doing things with him. And if you are someone who isn't so confident with other people yet and you feel awkward, having a pet, especially a dog, is a great way to break the ice. Now, I'm not saying just go out and get a dog for the sake of getting a dog. Please don't do that, please. But bringing him into my life made me, it forced me really to be more active, to be more social. And essentially, this is a story for another day, that's the reason I'm doing this podcast today. It's the entire reason why I quit my job almost 10 years ago and created what I wanted with my life. It was all because of him, but that's another day. Um, so, you know, if you have a dog what can you do in your local area? And there's and there are meetups for every type of dog breed. We used to have a Chihuahua meetup here, which was so much fun. So find things in your area that you could start doing. And when you have those moments, again, where you just want to binge, you just want to isolate and stay in the house, get out the notebook, get out the journal, and ask yourself, what's really going on? What am I really craving? How am I feeling right now? And what triggered this? 
And all of these things that I'm telling you are part of the Irresistible You framework, and I'm giving you so much of this. And the thing about it is you have to do this stuff consistently. You don't just do it once. <laughs> you have to build the momentum. So keep keep on keeping on. Keep building the momentum. Keep putting yourself out there. It's going to make you feel more confident. And the more confident you feel, the more things you're going to want to try and do. So on that note, um, I'm going to wrap everything here. If you enjoyed this episode, if you found it helpful, could you please head on over to iTunes and leave a rating and review? It only takes a few seconds, really. Um, and that is what helps other women find our podcast and help get this message out so that other women know what it feels like to become irresistible. Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram at Irresistible Icing. I share daily stories and behind-the-scenes things um, over on there and other little bonus tips and things like that. So on that note, have an amazing day. And until next time, stay irresistible.